Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Before we get started with today's show, I want to tell you guys about betonline.ag. The finals are upon us. Celtics, Warriors, Tatum, Curry, Smart, Thompson, Jalen Brown, Jordan Poole. BetOnline is the place to go for all the best odds, props, parlays, and gambles during the finals. Use our promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to get a 50% welcome bonus on your initial deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. afternoon or good night however and whenever it is you may be listening thank you for stopping into another fantabulous episode of the take it easy podcast live on the Believe Podcast Network, except it isn't live because it's a podcast. Welcome in, everybody. It is May 30th, according to my count. It may not be that according to your count, but we appreciate you stopping in however and whenever you may be listening. Celtics are going to the NBA Finals. How about that? I get to be wrong, and I don't really care that I'm wrong, because I don't really take this stuff seriously anymore. We're going to talk with Morgan from Australia in a second. It's really interesting. Boston made it to the NBA Finals with no LeBron James standing in the way. They exercised demons against the Miami Heat. Game 7 was the first game that seemed predictable. It wasn't the most entertaining game in the world until the very end when it was ridiculously entertaining and Max Struess got a three-pointer waved off with a rule that I didn't know existed and Jimmy Butler pulled up from three and they went on an 11-0 run and Boston's defense fell apart because they just allowed them to get twos while they slowed down the ball on the other end of the court and Miami went into defense that was double-team Jason Tatum and just leave Marcus Smart wide open from three and they ran that entire strategy and it worked they went on an 11-0 run, and Struess hit a Kobe Bryant fading three-pointer, and it's just a ridiculous basketball game at the end, and it was a really fun series and a fun experience, even if the games weren't that close. To get to the Game 7 was uh, really, really crazy, and we got to have a great game coming out of it. So Celtics-Warriors is our NBA Finals. It's very exciting. And we will be joined here by Morgan from Australia here to talk about Celtics and Heat. And we'll do actually a little bit of eulogizing of the Miami Heat on this episode. I know when teams get eliminated, we do the eulogizing here. But we'll talk about Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, who actually had a really good game. I I was fascinated by that because it felt like Bam Adebayo was doing the passive thing where he gets the ball at the top of the key and then distributes to everyone else when like the goal of the offense should be to get the ball in low so that you can either play your shot inside or have a plethora of people to kick it out to at the three-point line. And it was really interesting to spread out the floor and 
Bam got his points. Bam was incredibly efficient. He actually took shots. I thought that was interesting. So from the the analysis side of Game 7, we'll talk about some of that with Morgan. We'll eulogize the Miami Heat a little bit, talk about Jimmy Butler, laugh, have fun, celebrate the Celtics, go through NBA Twitter, all the shenanigans that we do with Morgan from Australia. We'll also make a bunch of Levitard Show references that like four people listening to this podcast will understand, and they happen to be the four people who follow Morgan on Twitter. So with that being said, let's talk Celtics Heat Game 7 with our friend Morgan from Australia. Hello. Hi. How are you? Yeah, you know, just a regular Monday. Regular Monday? Mm-hmm. No- nothing just happened within the last hour of your life? <laughs> you mean I was right? Again? I mean, again, I guess again is the best way to put it. You were more mm-hmm. right than you were last week? You mean that I called Celtics in seven at the start of the series and I was right? Yes, you were. Wow. Even though I you also called Celtics in seven at the series in a row. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. I'm one for three now, I guess. Kyle, it's always like I'm in the future. Ugh, the beauty of being a homer is that every every 12 years, you finally get to be right. No, idiot. The beauty with time zones is I'm, I'm a day ahead and I know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Oh, that's beautiful. You you know everything. That's that's the beauty of being in Australia. When you're 16 hours ahead, you already knew the result was going to happen. Look, and those fools on the show, they knew it. They knew what was up. They knew I was ahead of the game. And so, like, they sent me the Zoom link yet. Yeah at 3 a.m. when they knew I was asleep because they didn't want me to tell them. They didn't want me to tell them what was up. Now they know. Sucked in. Celtics and six? Celtics and no, no, no. I think that's what they were banking on when they sent you the Zoom link because they recorded on Thursday. Yeah, 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 they were were banking on Celtics and six, but I would have told them Celtics and seven. You would have had Jimmy Butler putting up a Giannis-esque performance. He loves that shit. You know, Oh, did you see when he gave the finger to the camera today? Oh, you're so tough, Jimmy. Oh, so tough. Go back to making coffees, barista bitch. What did Jimmy do to deserve this, huh? He turned around to the camera and gave, like, the camera the bird because he was angry. But that's Jimmy Butler. They were all smiling at the end of the game. It's all for show. It's all for self That's what I like about the game. That's what I like about it. I like to see that bit, the nice bit. That no one's like just brutally devastated at the end. That everyone's like, "Ah, oh, you got no, me, no, bro." No, the, no, the respect. I like the respect bit. I agree. I'm glad we have phased that out of our society. The idea of like, I'm going to torment myself and wallow yeah, in that, sadness. That's why, until like, I, that's why it's fraudulent. Like, don't give the don't give the camera the bird. Like, you don't mean that. It's okay. Like, For people who don't no. know, this is uh, this is the Dan Levitard show with Stu Gotts mystery crate that uh, Morgan got invited on, but was asleep because it was 3 a.m. on Friday where she was and didn't get a chance to go on the show. That's all right. They said my name six times. That's that's a victory in and of itself. Yeah. Jason Tatum, MVP. Okay. Of of the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. Okay, I, I guess uh, who are they going to give it to? Al Horford? With like three points. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. And like no, three points no. in the last game too. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think that's why they gave him like the, the Eastern Conference trophy because they were like like the team trophy because they're like old man because like you were good, but you're old. Oh, did you see you the old. stat on Al Horford that uh, this is going to be his first trip to the NBA Finals after 141 playoff games, which is the most of any player in NBA history? I didn't, I didn't see it, but I think I heard Miss Lisa say it. Yeah, it it is. It, uh, it was Miss Lisa, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I saw it on Stat Muse. Lisa Salter. Yeah. Lisa I love Salters. Her. Yeah. Um. <laughs> There's no Lamar way Jackson, she. Lamar oh. Jackson always calls her Miss Lisa, so I call her Miss Lisa. Miss Lisa, I like that. And it's, I think it's so sweet. He always calls her Miss Lisa. I like that she's got the sideline because now Doris Burke does the um, the radio broadcast, like on the actual broadcast. So I like that mm-hmm. they just subbed in Lisa Salters for the sideline broadcast. I thought it was cool. Yeah. I want somebody on the basketball to call it Miss Lisa. <laughs> Maybe yeah, it'll translate to, over to football. You'll have to watch out for that in the football season for next time that she interviews him and he says, thank you, Miss Lisa, at the end. It's so cute. Perhaps in the NBA finals. Uh, He's gonna so, say it. All right. So put my, all right. Let's make let's make a bet. Who's gonna say? Who's gonna call it Miss Lisa in the finals? In the finals, um, I think it's got to be a young person who's got to do it. Like I don't think I think Steph Curry probably wouldn't because Steph Curry's got respect. Um, it, or I guess Steph Curry kind of views Lisa Salters as a peer. Uh, I'll bet on Jordan Poole. If we have a Jordan Poole game, I think it's most likely to be Jordan Poole. Okay. Yeah, what about uh, Robert Williams III? I reckon I could see him. Time Lord. Time Lord. Time Lord with Miss Lisa? I'll take it. I could see that. Grant Williams, actually. Grant Williams seems like the type oh, of person yeah, to yeah, do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Grant Williams. Hmm. Yeah. Grant Williams yeah. is that person. Uh, he, he'd also likely to like make a list of the five Marvel characters that she could be and some weird shit. Yeah. That's why she's not talking to him. She's like, go away, weirdo. <laughs> As much as I'm tempted to, because I I made a rule for myself and I will stick to this. After the Rams Saints NFC Championship game, I said I will never blame referees again for games. Human error is part of it. It's okay. At the same time, I didn't know until tonight that you could change calls (laughs) because players stepped out of bounds after. Quite amazing. That that was a five like a five point play. We were at the line. We scored two and got a minus three. <laughs> it shouldn't have mattered in the grand scheme of things, but could you imagine if Max Struess hits that three-pointer where he's like flopping away like Kobe Bryant and it made it a two-point game and that would have been to put him up one? Like in Celtics fans' nightmares for the rest of time is that Max Struess shot if they just don't have the weird rule that I just learned about tonight that you can change calls from three-point range after the play has happened by replay it was, review. It was really odd. Yeah, it, it was weird. And I think like, I don't, if that's the rule, then cool. Like whatever rules are just, uh, you know, they're just objective standards that we've decided and all agreed to at the same time, like arbitrary and reductive. <laughs> yeah. But like, so that's okay. I'm just like, the thing that's got me feeling weird about it is like, I didn't know that was a thing that could happen until this game. I didn't know no. that you could go back and change three point calls literally until tonight. No, it was um I was I was amazed. I was like, what? Um <laughs> you might want to cut this out. I don't know. 
Is this podcast sponsored by Sheets and Giggles? We have accepted money in the past from Sheets and Giggles, but not currently sponsored. Right. Stamp it. <laughs> right. So the Heat said a tweet that was like Boston like defending Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy Butler was one character on the ground who was black. And Boston were three white people attacking Jimmy Butler, who was black on the ground. And Fleming was like, how long until this is deleted? And then uh, over under 10 minutes and it was gone in seconds. Oh my gosh. Wait, Boston Celtics tweet. I need to see this. It was by Sheets and Giggles. Oh, Sheets and Giggles made that tweet? Yes. Oh no. Oh no. Yes. Sheets and Giggles. No. I thought you meant the Miami Heat team account did that. I'm like, this would be a scandal for the ages. Sheets and Giggles did it. Three white, three white, uh, like superheroes attacking one black superhero on the ground. And it was, that was Boston v. Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy (sighs) Butler's thing, like, on the ground. I want to laugh at it. The problem is Tucker Carlson's ruined that for me. I nope. I want to laugh at this. At the same time, I don't like the other people who are laughing at this. Oh nope. no, uh, that's oh no. Why? I can send you a screenshot. It was so bad. Uh, you got it while it was still still yeah, fresh. Someone else got it. Yeah. Uh, someone the person else got who was it. like, "Oh, this is bad." <laughs> yeah. If you're listening Get to this today, this. not to not to shill for for a corporation that uh, may have gotten that tweet out. They have given us money in the past, though, and I got 75 percent off these eucalyptus bed sheets that, like we said last time on our weekend observations, eucalyptus bed sheets that feel like bed sheets after the first time you, you use them. They're just normal <laughs> bed sheets. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to find the screenshot. <laughs> okay, you can do that. I'll do I'll do serious basketball analysis then. Oh, uh, well, uh, no, please. Please humor me with some serious basketball analysis. You know why? Because I never heard any in the broadcast, Kyle. Yeah, that was another thing that we were both upset about. We were texting at halftime about how terrible the halftime analysis was of this basketball game. It just felt like Stephen A. Smith was on first take. And Jalen Rose, I don't remember anything he said. And... Michael Wilbon was at least fine. Michael Wilbon was like, hey, let's just enjoy the second half of a classic playoff basketball game. And Mike Greenberg doesn't watch basketball. I'm convinced of that. Mike Greenberg just doesn't watch basketball ever. So uh, Mike, <laughs> it's so be- it's so weird that Mike Greenberg's the host of that show. But Mike Wilbon was like, no, let's not have any more predictions. Let's just watch. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, I prefer that over the crappy no. analysis they were giving. Because usually... Off the fucking TV then. No, this is what I normally do. I have not watched that halftime show all playoffs until this game. Until this game was just the first time I happened to not walk away or mute the, the computer at halftime. So maybe, maybe this is just an off night for them, but like... It was rough. And also the other thing, um, I remember uh, Dan Lebetard talked about it last time on the show or last week on the show, how it's like they had like a 17 second window in between commercial breaks during the regular studio broadcast. So like normally it is just 15 minutes of commercials. This time they actually gave them like three and a half minutes to talk and it it was not good. It was not good, which I'm. I, this is why inside the NBA has victory there. These halftime shows don't matter at all. 
Like remember in the NFL playoffs this year, when everyone was joking about how Boomer Esiason was like, I didn't hear a thing you said because there's a, there's a, uh, it was during the AFC championship game. He's like, it's a concert behind us. I didn't hear anything you said, but I'm going to start talking now. Like the halftime shows just do entertainment. Don't do serious analysis. Just give us entertainment. If the, if the analysis is going to be shitty, at least let it be entertaining. Like inside the NBA is. Or like that Fox halftime show is. I haven't watched it in a while, but like that Fox halftime show is with like Jimmy Johnson and Howie Long and them. Um, you should check your Twitter. <laughs> oh, Damn. do we have the? Do, so we we filled enough time there. Also, while I'm looking this up, can we talk about how funny it was that once the Celtics went into team defense, uh, they went into team defense mode. All of a sudden, it was. Um, or, or, I'm sorry, when the Celtics went in to hold the ball up 13, the Heat were just like double team Tatum, let Marcus Smart sit open from three. <laughs> that was the entire yeah. strategy at the end of the game, and it fucking worked. <laughs> it was like double team Tatum, leave Marcus Smart wide open, and it actually worked. And they came back yeah. from 13 down to cut it to two. Yeah, I noticed that Tarika Foster was like, even, even Marcus Smart's gonna make that shot if you leave him that wide open. Oh, Bam ripped his shirt off because he's the Incredible Hulk. Wow. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Sheets and Giggles replied under. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then deleted it. <laughs> Over under 10 minutes until this gets deleted. Under. Oh, gosh. Uh, Sheets and Giggles. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, no. Ouchie. Uh, use our promo code EASY. Get 10% off. <laughs> We're going to be a shill for corporate America here on this. Sure. My dream is to be like Stu Gatz and paint myself like a NASCAR one day. Wow. Just make fun Stick, of corporate America. Everywhere. Yeah. Make fun of yeah. capitalism while being a shill for capitalism. So I'm watching Sports Center and I'm and Doris is on the court and, you know, she's doing a live cross to um, SVP. And I just don't see anybody from the Levitard show on the court tonight. And I don't know why. You don't see Dan with just a laptop sitting in the stands no, on I can't a Zoom. See Dan. Yeah, I can't see Dan in the stands. I don't see Amin and Habistro. I don't see Juju spewing up. I don't see anything. Where have they gone? Chris Cody, Where's Ron McGill. Live? Not, yeah, not well, even Ron, Ron McGill. Ron McGill. I thought he was like on the bench or something. I don't know, but I love the video that Chris Cody took of him getting upset for how long it took to get a Free drink. Food. At the arena. Oh, that was so yeah. cute. It was so funny. Like, that was yep. as angry as Ron McGill gets. <laughs> I mean, are they doing like a, a post game show or anything like that? Nothing. Can't see it. Uh, Can't see it. I guess they only happen when they win. I, I uh, know, they or when peppers? they play laughably bad. <laughs> Do they play peppers? Because um, I, I, I asked peppers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's you and I. Let's not. I don't. I can't sing Peppas. No, I cannot. No, we um, are. We are too white. For this, so. <laughs> I thought until last week that Peppas was by Bad Bunny. <laughs> yeah, you told me that. I think. Yeah, I know. I thought it was Bad Bunny, but no, yeah, it's by Faruko. Yeah, no, Faruko. I yeah, do. So, I do love reggaeton. I just. I didn't. I'd never heard Peppas before. Yeah, I haven't heard anything. I'm, I haven't. I hadn't heard I'm it until last week when everyone was talking yeah, about sad Peppas. I, I was. I'll listen to it now though. 
<laughs> I don't think we have the rights to that, unfortunately. Uh, no, that's just playing in my head. It has been since the last like sit eleven seconds of the game. <laughs> this is so fun, right? Boston finally gets the the one. I don't know if you heard Sunday's podcast that we did, but like Boston in the last fifteen years has what had two championships and one finals appearance and like close to seven conference championships, and Miami's like eight NBA final or eight conference championships, six finals, three titles. Boston finally beat the big brother. How cool is that? That's awesome. Like, I just can't stand how patronizing what you are when you smile. At this me. is not patronizing at all. Like, it's really, really cool that Boston actually got you're, it done. You're an and act, You're an actual idiot. <sighs> Whatever. I, they're nobody's big brother. Boston they're the was ugliest, the... They're the ugly stepchild. Of the Miami Heat? No. The Miami Heat are the ugly stepchild. They're the weird uh, duckling. They are Spurs of the East. Remember when everyone tried to call Boston Spurs of the East because they had Isaiah Thomas? Remember when that was a thing? No. No? Okay. I'm just I'm just, just thrilled by today's events. Thrilled. <laughs> just so I, happy right now. I've got... I've got a fun game that we can play here. So let's play a game, Kyle. Let's play a game. Is that okay? <laughs> it's time to play the game. <laughs> I, I don't know what that was. Play, it's a Triple H's theme song. Um, oh, wrestling. And the Celtics play it before home games. Time to play the game. So you, you may or may not know, I live here in uh, Northern California. And as soon as this was clinched, I'm like, well, Game five of Celtics and Warriors will be played about two hours from me, about uh, a little ways away, the Monday after I finish school. So maybe you could, you know, drive over there, hang out for the game. How much do you think tickets cost right now on the open market for game five of the NBA finals between the Celtics and the Warriors? I'm a stupid person to ask because I don't know what the market's like normally. I mean, also granted, this is ticket prices before we knew the team in the NBA Finals. Okay, yeah, sorry. Just do the Stu Gotts thing and say something incredibly low. Uh, Like, I don't know, 100 bucks. It is, the cheapest ticket is $870. Wow. And that's for a game one? Game five. Game one is over 1,000. No one's winning in five. Why would you no. want five more than one? What? Why wouldn't you? You'd want five more than one, surely. Because okay. one is closer to the the day of the game. Because it's closer yeah, to the day of the game, people are buying yeah, them faster. Most to win a game, like to clinch in a five, obviously, duh, bitch. I mean, odds are incredibly high there will be a game five. Even though if Miami played the Warriors, I, I would have I would have maybe bet a sweep. But this series, it's definitely going to be at least five. Yeah, because we love we love the road on the road again. <laughs> Can't wait to be on the road again. So I'm looking at the early line. It looks like Warriors are minus one sixty as favorites, and. For reference, that is exactly the line the Celtics were against the Milwaukee Bucks in round two. Okay. So, not terrible. Okay, take it. 
Yeah. Take it. I can't believe that, like, as much as, like, I told you the whole time we'd be here, I still can't believe that we're here. Like, it's it's still very cool. Yeah, of course. Very and I'm cool. not being patronizing at all. Like, this is... Yeah, no, no. It this is a hugely successful season for the Celtics. Yeah. Especially for a team that was under 500 at the start of the year. Yeah. I mean, there are a few examples of this. Like, remember the Cavs, like, fired David Blatt midseason and won the championship, but, like, they had LeBron on that team. We didn't fire anyone. Just, you know, tweet. You know what we did? We trusted the process. Yeah. Which is what you should have done the whole time. I'm just surprised that it turned into this level of a result. Who would have thought that trusting the process was drafting Jason Tatum? (laughs) And not Markel Fultz, not giving up another first round pick for Markel Fultz. Philly didn't even lose today, but they lost today. <laughs> Philly would have lost no matter what. Philly Philly was taking the L no matter oh, what. Yeah, yeah. Philly was, yeah, sorry. The, the Philly probably took a bigger L if Jimmy won. No, if, if the Celtics are the ugly stepchild and the Heat are the big brother, like the 76ers They're are not. just. It's the uh, other way around. I made up the fucking, I made it up. So they're the ugly stepchild. Yeah, but this is that means this is your Cinderella moment. Like you literally have not beaten the Miami Heat in 15 years. The Miami Heat have prevented like four Boston Celtics teams from making the NBA Finals. And if it's not the Miami Heat, it's LeBron preventing another three Celtics teams from making the finals. Oh, damn it. Some idiot decided he was going to knock on my door. Oh, how rude. I hate that boy. I hate when people do that. <laughs> I hate when people decide people. to just knock on doors, just text me. And if not, don't, don't ever come near my door. <laughs> just don't, no, don't be here ever. Yeah, exactly. This is 2022. We don't knock on doors anymore. Exactly right. Like it, there is just no reason to ever go somewhere unannounced. Like leave me yeah, alone. No, it, either text me or just don't ever go near my door. Yeah, I hate I hate people. Anyway, I do too. Sorry, I'm now watching. Um, I think I'm still watching Sports Center. It's just on in the background. Yeah, I was um, gonna say it. Don't really ever watch Sports Center. Threw some real dimes today. Like beautiful assists. Is that what you say when you can't point to like this is a heroic game seven performance from Jason Tatum? Not that it matters at all. Yeah, it, cer- like, it certainly wasn't. Like it certainly wasn't a heroic. I don't think anyone from the Boston Celtics had a heroic game seven performance. No, I think that's why it was so close. Even though it felt like Miami was just missing so many shots, the Celtics were really good at offensive rebounding. Yeah. Um, Let's see, I mean, Marcus yeah. Smart had twenty four points. Yeah, Damn. I, I don't think, like, I, I, it didn't seem like he had that many points. No. It didn't but, feel like you know, 74%. It didn't, feel, it didn't feel like Bam had that many points either, I don't think. I, Bam, I don't it felt like, was more than I thought. Bam had 25 and 11. So, like, that of, was like it crept up on you, both of them. I don't know. Yeah. I think the thing that was weird for the, the, the Heat was, like, everyone else just wasn't scoring. And, like, that kind of happened for the Celtics, but, like, if you told me like 74% of the Celtics offense came from Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown and Marcus smart, like in a game seven, that would be like most game sevens in NBA history. You shorten your benches, 
the same, you know, four people play 40 plus minutes, which kind of happened for both teams. Like it'd at least be predictable. PJ Tucker having zero points should kind of weird. Like, you know, Struess only having eight points in 35 minutes, kind of weird. But like, other than that, it's kind of a, kind of a classic game seven by NBA history standards. Yeah. It was a grind. It was a real grind. And I, these are the games you have to win to get to where you want to go. So yeah, survive this, <laughs> I'll say this is the first game of the entire series that actually made sense. Like uh, the first time that the result actually was in line with what I thought was going to happen. You thought the road and team was going to win again? Huh? You thought the road team was going to win again? Not that the road team was going to win, but like the Celtics were clearly better than Miami the entire game. And then only at the end does Miami storm back because they get like Boston starts conceding yeah, the yeah. two pointer. Okay. Yeah. Stuff like, like from that. wire to wire. Yeah. No, I get it. Not, not like beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. Like wire like to wire, six, but it wasn't six, a blowout. 60 minutes. The Celtics were the better team. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Like, and I thought that was going to happen in game six, like midway through the series. And I broke the rule of don't change your pick mid series because then you'll just get to be wrong over and over again. Yeah. But, the, I mean, the, I mean, has some room. Yeah, I mean, it just seemed like after no, games I mean, four no, and five, I mean. it was over. <laughs> I mean, not can I get amino an acid. I mean? Amino acid. <laughs> I mean, shout out to Pat Riley and amino. Shout acid. out to Pat Riley, gold standard of basketball, because we don't we don't praise the Spurs anymore, even though the Spurs are probably still the gold standard of basketball. Correct. Correct. Yeah, gold standard of Eastern Conference basketball. I like the Spurs. I got a soft spot for them. I used to, and then they did my man Kawhi Leonard dirty. I'm wearing Kawhi's yeah, well, t-shirt right now. You got to be responsible for yourself. I got a big now. I like the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, no, I would. I would gain. I would gauge the hypothesis that after 30 years, they could have. They could have kept winning for many, many more years. They just. They decided to defend the old regime and. Kawhi Leonard got traded and they they kind of effed up that trade. That's now what the person stuck. who brought you there. That's what they did. Yeah. They 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 said they they said Kawhi's injury. Oh, I think it was Tony Parker who's like, I dealt with an injury a thousand times worse. And Popovich is like, you're gonna have to ask Kawhi's people and Bruce Bowen talked shit about Kawhi and all that stuff. And then they they drove Kawhi away and look what happened. Look what happened. I don't care. Yep. Oh, Kendrick Perkins is doing the rounds. <laughs> ah, nice. <laughs> that time Old of the reliable. evening. It is that time of the night where he comes on to talk about Eric Sapolsta. <laughs> Eric Sapolsta and Bam out of the bayou. The most entertaining franchise of the last eight years and the most successful against a premier franchise with stars, young dudes we've watched growing up over the last five years. Apparently, Bomani Jones is hyped for the NBA finals. Good. I like it. I like an engaged Bomani. Yes. I. This is interesting because like this was supposed to be the finals in 2018. And I know like the Warriors had kevin durant back then so like this is the peak of the greatest basketball team we've seen assembled but like it's interesting that it's the same teams that when you create parody in the nba the same teams do end up rising to the top i find that really interesting i know like six different teams have played in the western conference finals that's not how it's supposed to work no it's not but this is what the nba wanted when everyone bitched about kevin durant joining the warriors they got parody 
yeah, so I guess when when you create parity, but you give the power to the players, you don't really create parity. So like you try to create parity by having a draft and a lottery and that sort of thing, but then you give the power to the players and then there is no parity. Yeah. In fairness, we're probably just playing the result on it this year because like the Bucks could have should have won like, that. Like, it would like, be let's different. be honest. Like we had we had new teams. Like we had Memphis, we had Minnesota. I just mean at the at the very end, the it's the same. At uh, the very teams. top, yeah. But the the cream yeah. the cream's gonna rise. But this the, this Boston team has developed, and I give Minnesota and Mil and not Milwaukee, but Memphis all those teams in the West. I, I that's what you're going there. for, right? Like like yeah, Dallas, teams, Memphis, yeah. Minnesota, with all the babies. Yeah. Whereas like the Boston Celtics have been up and down and up in the time that. None of those teams have done anything. Yeah. I think the other part is like injuries knocked out. Like the, the stereotypical teams that would be like weird winners got knocked out by injuries. So like Philadelphia probably still would have lost. So they would have at least gave Miami a better run. Milwaukee, Denver. I still think Denver could bring everyone back next year and they could win the Western Conference. There's just no real powerhouse in the Western Conference. There's just didn't have to be atrociously bad. So like maybe we're playing the results on one year of like, wow, the NBA got parody and the same three teams still made it to the top. That's what like we maybe do. We're, that's, what, yeah. that's what everyone does play the results. Yeah, I know. But, but if we I, did that I, last I, year, I need to go back. Weird. I need to, I need to reverse this truck back over that halftime show. What a <laughs> fucking joke. Like I, I, I was so angry in the moment. Like I was screaming at you. Yeah. I, so I know. Angry. I know you. You didn't like that they I were trashing to the Celtics. Foreskins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's go back and find yeah. those tweets no. real quick. <laughs> I no, I didn't like that. It was just so far off. All they talked about was Jimmy Butler and Miami's heart, and they didn't say any, a single positive. It was all negative about the Celtics, and the Celtics were ahead. They were shitting on Marcus Smart and uh, Jason. They said Jason Tatum didn't do enough in the first half. I was like, yeah, he's only got 13 points, but like he took 13 shots. Like he's doing fine. Yeah. He didn't have a 25 point first half like Jimmy Butler, but like still. He had a heap of assists too. Yeah. Like he was in, he was in the game. He was making plays. Yeah, Jason Tatum's a really good player. Like, Jason Tatum, I think he had, like, 30 points in the last game and only took, like, 12 shots in that game six. And, like, you could crap on him for not taking enough shots. But, like, if you can get 30 points on 12 shots and do it, like, every game, that's pretty freaking good. That's a that's a very useful skill to have, especially with that team that has all those really good defensive players. Yeah. Every one of those Celtics players got a vote in the Defensive Player of the Year. Everyone oh, I, I think started. that's just some Boston reporter that voted the entire team. I think that's misleading. I that, think that, I think just some so Boston lame. reporter voted everyone. That is so lame. Like I, as a stat, when I heard that, I was like, that is so dumb. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. That's that's some Boston person who's like, oh, I Who get five that? people. Let's go the well, entire Ryan, starting lineup. <laughs> show yourself. Who is this? Shaughnessy. <laughs> Shaughnessy adjacent. <laughs> Bill Simmons, reveal yourself. Dan Greenberg, somebody. Jared Carabas, is that the wrong sport? I don't know. One I don't know. I'm running out of Boston schools. people. I'm running out of angry Boston sports people. 
what are the there's a lot of them but they're, they're all like <laughs> nfl reporters by the way that's something i didn't realize until i read that book on the patriots like every nfl reporter you know went through the the new england patriots beat report which is kind of crazy like field yates albert breer um rapaport uh k adams like all these people went through the boston media apparently mm. Yeah, but anyways, I'm running out of Boston people on the NBA side to get excited about their first finals trip in 12 years. I'm trying to find more Boston reporters. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But back to your halftime show point, like I stopped really caring that much about the halftime shows of any of these things except inside the NBA. Cause like they are just, uh, they are entertainment and not analysis. And I think that's really fun. And even I was like, wow, this is, this I is kind of bad. And I usually don't get upset by those things. Cause I don't usually watch them football, basketball, whatever it is. I don't usually watch them anymore. Yes. Yeah, so I, like, I don't find it entertaining. Mm-hmm. I, I like, I find it offensive to my intelligence to have to listen to that shit that's why i started creating my own analysis and sharing it on this rinky dink podcast yeah and it's really great too (laughs) oh thank you yes the great analysis that had boston as the fifth best team possibly in the playoffs coming in or fifth best team in the Mm -hmm. east coming into the playoffs no no, yeah this is a play-in thing Plane. That's where we were. No, I, I, no, I abandoned that one, and they were a play in. They were the eleven seed. Because you abandoned in, in it doesn't mean it wasn't an opinion you held this year. This is true. This is true. Yes, they were a play in team. They, you can have all the analysis you like. I am here to keep you accountable. <laughs> I like that. You, you can do that. I like to think I that I keep... am the minister for accountability. <laughs> were you one of the people who wanted to trade Jalen Brown? Huh. What about no, your accountability? You know that. You know I wasn't. Because you know what? <laughs> I was right. You know yeah. I wasn't one of the ones that wanted to trade anyone. And you know I was just wanting to stay the course. And I I probably didn't really want Tyson Horford back, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but then he became Al Horford, the guy who cucks you. That was uh that was the magical series against Milwaukee when Al Horford became a real man. That's right. When How amazing is it boy. that OKC sat him on the bench for two years? For two full seasons, they just sat him on the bench. That is embarrassing for them. I th- they did it on purpose. Like It's not like they were like, he can't play. They're just like, we don't want you to play. We want draft picks. Yeah, I find that really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Ha- like, ha- like How many can you accumulate? <laughs> For Oklahoma City, I, I I even go further. I think so. They have three this year. I think they're going to trade back again. Like they're going to just kick the draft picks down the road and just wait until they're going to they kick can. the can. I love kicking the can. Yeah, they're just going to keep kicking the can down the road. They're going to get what's his nuts, uh, Paolo. His nuts? They're going to get Paolo Bancaro this year, and that's a sick trade name. For- I like that. Yeah, the guy from Duke, uh, or they'll oh, get shocking. Chet Holmgren. Shocking Duke. By the way, I just learned that um, one of the top. So have you seen that Taco Bell commercial during the playoffs where like the draft pick walks walks up on stage and then leaves to go get Taco Bell? No, no, you haven't seen this. It's have you seen any of those commercials where like the person I didn't see commercials that you get. 
No, oh, that's unfortunate. But anyways, apparently there's uh, there's this guy in the commercial. I was like, uh, his generic name is like Johnny Davis. And I was like, because I like I like the draft lottery. I like the idea of the draft. I know who the top players are usually. I'm like, oh, this guy's a top five prospect in the draft and has a Taco Bell national Taco Bell commercial. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I just didn't know that this guy was a top five prospect and got his own Taco national Taco Bell commercial. And uh, Taco Bell yeah. just throwing money around. Yeah, nil baby. Um, that, but the musical. Yeah. Um, are they paying for the Dolly Parton musical? What? Taco Bell? Yeah. I don't know about this. What do you mean? I've not heard. What is the deal with the Taco Bell Dolly Parton? <laughs> Look it up. Taco Bell Dolly Parton? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Okay. Yeah. Dolly Parton has a Taco Bell order. Um okay. Let's see. Oh, Dolly Parton working on Taco Bell musical to accompany return of the Mexican pizza. Mm -hmm. Huh. That's weird. Yes. Yes. Dolly. You know what? Dolly. Good on Dolly Parton. Good on good on the the, get the bread. Get that bread from Taco Bell. I think she's got plenty of bread. (laughs) I think you know what? Plenty of bread. I think that's probably too, but you know, sometimes you, you got to just work nine to five, barely getting by way to make a living. Exactly. (laughs) I can't name a second Dolly Parton song. Jolene, 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 Jolene. I love that song. Uh, the the point I was getting at before is like if you take out Johnny Davis, this year's draft class is great for just amazing basketball names. So you got obviously you ignore my great singing. I'm so offended. Huh? So you're just gonna ignore my great singing? I'm offended. It was good. It was very Thanks. good. Thanks. But I wanted to talk about Paolo Banquero and Chet. Okay, Holmgren. talk about talk about people I don't know. This is not I just your NBA draft podcast. It's just fun names. We were talking about Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City is just going to trade for Donovan Mitchell. That's when you wheel in one of your nerd analytic people. Whatever. We were talking about Oklahoma City. my lane. What's your lane then? What's your lane right now? Chaos. Yeah, apparently it's predicting basketball. That's right. I am that octopus they bring in at the Olympics. Oh, they used to do that for NFL games too. Beautiful. Beautiful. Chef's kiss. Uh, Any other serious basketball analysis? Uh, Let's see. Are we going to talk about that Jimmy Butler shot? Oh, the the live by the three, die by the three? Yeah. The absolute brick. That was not an absolute brick. Oh, it was terrible. Just hit the front of the rim. Brick city. It was a bad shot. Wasn't a good shot, but it wasn't a bad shot. It was it was the wrong thing to do. Yes, I can get behind that. It was the wrong thing to do. It's not as wrong as I assume everyone else is going to make it because people are going to talk about tomorrow. How could Jimmy Butler possibly shoot that basketball? No, they weren't. No, they weren't because the narrative Jimmy doesn't get that. Jimmy doesn't get the credit nationally, and Jimmy doesn't get the criticism nationally. When Jimmy misses, it's too strong by Butler. Not, not that it was 
an inefficient shot or that he uh, did anything wrong. It was he was too strong. Like that's the narrative of who he is. Being the workaholic like, tough guy buys you a lot of like uh, it buys you a lot of plus with like the national media and yeah, like basketball yeah, yeah. They, fans. They love it. They love the grind. They yeah. love the grind. I mean, it, it, it's the, the same, same thing but it, that at the same um, time, it's it's the hard work doesn't equate to the star power when that when you face that. And see, I personally, I would prefer a Jimmy Butler player, like. As somebody well, who I want to ride or die with. Well, compared but, to who? Compared to who? Would compared you... to like the flashes of brilliance. So who's the flashes of brilliance person? Hey, like a current jaw. A current jaw? Okay. Mm-hmm. See, I can get behind that because um, I can't remember who because, it was. Because I don't think a current jar is a top tier. I think he's second tier, but I don't. I also don't think of Jimmy Butler as like an elite game-changing player. I think playoff Jimmy is better than current Joe. Yeah, this I, I think it was Haberstroh this week who was talking about it, but so, someone on the Levitard show was talking about how, uh, or maybe it was a meme. One of the two is like, and this is the first time it clicked in my head really well. It's like he's like reverse Donovan Mitchell, where yeah. it's like the regular season play is for Donovan Mitchell, like the regular season play as a volume score means his numbers look really, really good. And then you get to the playoffs and sometimes he becomes less effective. Jimmy Butler's like the opposite where he gives you like numbers that you see Kevin Porter Jr. average sometimes in the regular season. And then in the playoffs, he just ups his game to like, oh, I'm going to add nine more points a game and eight more assists and shoot 10% better from the field sometimes, or even like 5% better. And I think that probably is the reason that I always called him a third tier star instead of like someone we always pencil in as a, as um we like pencil in as an all-star starter every year. Yeah. But like, I think this one and even this series, I think this year was kind of like, I saw it in 2020. Now I, or I guess I kind of saw it in 2018 too with the, the Timberwolves team, but like, now I've seen it once in the bubble. Now I've seen it again. And unfortunately, this is probably the end of Jimmy Butler as an elite NBA player. But now I'm like, oh, I wasn't appreciating the greatness while it was there. And my bad, Jimmy. You were really great for a long time. And, you know. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to write him off yet. I, I don't think you can write off somebody who plays with that much determination and passion and fire. Well, have you written but- off like Damian Lillard? Because like Damian no. Lillard's still a really good player, he's also not no, as I good love as Damian, Damian Lillard. Lillard was recently. I, I, yeah, I think that Damian Lillard, Damian Lillard, is exactly what I'm saying against the Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. Damian Lillard gets the praise and the glory that Jimmy will never get. And I, yeah, being the working man star, fair. being the the working man's basketball star, just tough nose grindstone attitude and like i know i say that about damian lillard and it's just because he got hurt this year but like last year damian lillard had the greatest playoff game i've ever seen in my life where he just put up like 24 consecutive points against the nuggets and forced like double overtime and still lost like so it's not like damian what, lillard's but what that lillard far removed can do that. is pretty yeah and, and jimmy yeah. doesn't make anything look pretty that's because jimmy's best strength jimmy is getting to the free throw line look fucking harder <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> like if he will, he will make 
a, a layup looked like he defied death to do it. That's why it's so shocking that he is so good because he doesn't do anything like elite level. What he does great is getting to the rim at the best of the league and like getting to the free throw line, which is the thing people crap on like James Harden for all the time or crap on Ben Simmons for you. But Ben Simmons also can't make free throws. But like, I don't know why you're saying that about James Harden. He took two offensive years off, he said. Yeah, I know. What a dickhead. I'm, I guess I'm talking about J- Rockets James Harden. Everyone's like, oh, he just gets to the free throw line. I'm like, that's a really good skill to have when the free throw is such an efficient shot. And like, I saw the Warriors win a playoff game by just shooting free throws for the last three minutes of the game. Like, it's it's a great skill to have. And that's Jimmy Butler's big old strength. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm here to praise Jimmy. I'm not here to write Jimmy off. I think that. I think I think I I like you. you. Don't don't stick your finger up at me. I like you, Jimmy. (laughs) You don't want to hate him. You don't Don't want to hate him. Don't make me do this. I think all of these and I kind of like like beating the dead horse a little on this one. All of these second round exit teams this year. And I know Miami made the conference finals, but like I'm classifying them as like second round exit. All of them just need it. Still won't give us the Eastern Conference win. I'm not it doesn't diminish anything that um that Boston did because Milwaukee was the the finals contender that you defeated. Just cuz you beat Miami in the conference finals doesn't mean Milwaukee was better than Miami cuz Milwaukee was better than Miami. And I thought Brooklyn was going to be better, but the point still like they just need a star, like they they just need a player upgrade. Like if you could just flip Jokic for Bam and Tyler Hero and Struess and some a, a draft pick. Oh, you'd be set. You'd be set. If you could just flip Joel Embiid for that package, oh, you'd be set. It would it'd be perfect. All these teams, Memphis, same thing. Memphis just needs to get Zach Levine and they'd at least get close to the finals or competing in the West. Dallas just needs Bradley Beal. Like ugh, all these teams are just so close. They just need to upgrade rosters. So close yet so far, Kyle. Yeah, I know. Because Jason Tatum is is looking like the Kawhi Leonard of his generation. Jason Tatum has arrived, question mark? Uh, He he arrived. He arrived. He arrived. He arrived. Jason Tatum came. Uh, Jason Jason Tatum. <laughs> and so did we. <laughs> speak for yourself. Uh, Jason Tatum arrived a couple series ago. Like the after Brooklyn, that was when I was like, oh, no, it's legit. After Milwaukee, I'm like, oh, you're playing with house money. After this one, I'm like, okay, you didn't choke. <laughs> this one was like, okay, good. You didn't like choke and make everyone forget it. You didn't pull a Patrick Mahomes and like beat Buffalo and then just gag all over yourself against the Bengals. Oh, congrats, congrats to Patrick Mahomes. On what? Baby number two. Oh, they had another child. They're having another child. Good, good for Patrick. Yeah. Um, congratulations, Patrick and Brittany, on your expanding family. How lovely. Yeah, I'm sure no negative feedback will be received by you during this time or on the birth of your second child. I'm sure that's the case. Yeah, the internet's just gonna, the internet's just going to bully his family off the internet. Jackson traffics in it at the very least. At least he traffics in the hatred and gets yeah, to make money like, from it. At least that dude's got it figured out. 
yeah, at least he makes money from it. You know, the the other the other mama or Brittany. Yeah, no, the internet's just cruel. Internet's cool. just cruel. Because anyway, they don't congratulations like... to them. We like them. We like them here on the Take It Easy podcast. Yes, we do. And we think that the internet is wrong for being homophobic to Jackson Mahomes, even though Jackson Mahomes literally isn't gay. They just, the internet's so dumb that they think a man with a high-pitched voice who does TikTok videos is instinctively gay. And Yeah, but keep watching his stuff. I'm sure it's not making him any money, you idiots. I want him to make money. I want exactly him to make right. a shit so All these people that hate on him, keep clicking. Click, yeah. click, click, clicks. Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, good good for Brittany. I'm very happy for them. Uh, there was a funny thing with Patrick Mahomes this week where he was like, at, he was courtside at the Mavericks Warriors game. Everyone was like, oh, Patrick Mahomes isn't showing up to, to OTAs. And then he was at OTAs literally like eight hours after that game finished. I was like, you are living a life, my friend. You are yeah. you are living a life. Yeah. So he should. DJs all the way. Make hay while the sun shines. Yeah. I'm sure and, that won't come back to bite you his, anytime. Well, it's the OTAs and he supports the Dallas Mavericks. He's there. Who cares? Good on him. It's not like it's in season. Let the man live. God, he's still finding time to impregnate his wife and control his brother. No, he's not. <laughs> you just had to drop the impregnate his wife in there. I mean, yeah, I think that's great. I love that. I love babies. Babies are beautiful. I agree. Love that for them. Just on this on this family friendly programming where we talked about where we talked about Al Horford cucking. Yes. I didn't I don't say that word. You say that word. Yeah, I keep saying it a lot. That's below me. Sorry. I don't say that word. Yeah. But I'll say fuck it eight hundred times, but I'm not saying cuck once. You just said it. Ah. Uh, ha 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 you pulled us two gots there see now we take people behind the scenes that this is all sometimes just a joke and you don't know what's real and what's not heady play heady play i'm never saying it again good and i've certainly never referred to anybody doing it i I don't know what it means (laughs) oh boy Uh, oh i saw i know i know it's a category i know (laughs) i know what do you think it means? No, I know it's a category. Shush. Okay, so Jimmy Butler. Um, it's a subcategory or a category, whatever. I know. I've seen the title. I know. It's bold. You, you can see it. <laughs> you might want to urban dictionary this one. I don't want to do that. Thank you. Do- I know what it means. Are you sure? Whatever. It's not in my favorites. Tyler here. What? Why? What? What is happening right now? Websites where you can search by subcategory. It's not on my favorites. Okay. What? What is happening right now? Nothing. You're too young. I can't talk about this with you. What? There is porn on the internet, Kyle. I'm not (laughs) talking about this with you. (laughs) Okay. You did finally come around to say it. Okay. Very cool. Stop it. It's not quite a crime, but damn, it should be. <laughs> what to say I, it? No, I am an adult, <laughs> but like, you know. Look. Relative to your age, I mean. Shut your fucking mouth. 
My my birth year starts with a two. <laughs> so? Just just putting that out into the world. Anyways, Tyler Hero. Yeah, Tyler Hero. He, he played seven minutes and had zero points. Yeah. Yeah. I, they were talking about him coming back on, and I was like, Tyler Hero ain't walking back through that door. No. Nope. No, nope, Tyler Hero ain't walking through that door. Robert Williams neither was walking back through that door. But Robert Williams had a lot of fouls, though. Yeah, I know, but he only played 17 minutes, and he's got to bum everything, it feels like. Yeah. So does Tyler Hero walk back through that door next season? Uh, Depends on the offer. They don't have to. It's the same thing as always. If you can get yeah, a player better than Tyler Hero, then you get a player better than Tyler Hero. Can they acquire a player better than Tyler Hero this offseason? I like the Bam and Jason hug. That was my favorite, I think. I agree. I agree. I think that was fun. I like Jimmy giving hug to Jason afterwards. He's like, ah, you motherfucker, you got me. Ah. Did you know what I really loved? I really loved the heart that it showed to wear the 24 armband. And that, that was much better than the performance of Jimmy Butler. <laughs> because the because that's what heart is wearing that he wore yes in the true spirit of kobe bryant who remind you again in game seven of the 2010 nba finals shot six for 24 and still won the finals mvp there you go and it worked for jason yes jason what did jason shoot in this game probably was better than that but still not that much better it was an average it was average i would guess it was good from far far from great yeah uh 26 10 doesn't have the percentages there, but oh, he almost almost honored Kobe by scoring only 24 points. Wow, a mild mannered 24. Wow, Jalen Brown 20 points in six of seven games. Cool, nice. Yeah, Celtics have this was the thing I did say in the right in defense of me. In defense of me, jacket Jason Tatum's got on in the press conference. Is it one of those like uh, what's it called? Uh, it's very Miami. Like Letterman jackets. No. Oh, I it's guess I'll black. have to look this up. It's, it looks like a sunset. It's orange, then it fades into like a yellow, into a pink. It's really pretty. Huh. But like by pretty, I mean like cool. Yeah, I, like I got, I got that. Uh let's see. Jason Tatum press conference. Uh. Uh, oh, that does look kind of cool. Marcus Smarts is funny too. Marcus Smarts got like an orange sleeve and a blue sleeve. Oh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't ring any bells. Like I saw him before, but I wasn't paying that much attention. I, I mostly noticed Kyle Lowry refusing to look up underneath his cap, hoodie or whatever he was wearing. It's like poor Kyle Lowry. Lowry. Miami Heat finally get a taste of defeat. King doesn't happen very often. But, but he certainly didn't stop eating the Oreos. <laughs> the thick king, yeah. Kyle Lowry. Every Oreo that PJ Tucker didn't eat, Kyle Lowry ate two double stuffed. <sighs> PJ Tucker had zero points in Game Seven. I'm so sad because I all I love PJ Tucker so much. Oh, I just saw A Rod in the crowd. Yeah, A Rod was K- there. Kendall's own. Like, you know what else is funny during this entire Kendall. series? Huh? From the main streets of Kendall. 
from the mean streets of Kendall. I grew up in the hood that is Kendall. Um, for people who don't know that interview, it's really funny. A-Rod, like Kendall is now a suburb of Miami and uh, he called it the hood. It was very funny. He just and had it, to say another name. by no means the hood. No. Um, Levitard Show did an entire episode on this, like an entire day's worth of show, just laughing at that. Um, the, the What was funny to me is that they kept going to like, who are the celebrities in the crowd? And every time they were in Miami, this happened in game five, it happened in game two, it happened in game seven. They're like, look at all these stars in the crowd, including Brooks Kepka. I was like, that every game, it's just Brooks Kepka showing up to Heat games, and that's the celebrity that they can get. That's great. And, and DJ Khaled. <laughs> DJ Khaled. <laughs> Brooks <Eric> Kepka. Bolstra. <laughs> Another one. We love Victor Oladipo. Jimmy Butler, you're my hero. Not Tyler. Another one. (laughs) (laughs) Miami, this is the first time. I'm out of the bayou. (laughs) Well coached by Eric Sposher. Uh, yeah yeah i thought maybe bad bunny would show up to one of these games remember that time that bad bunny this is your song (laughs) Uh, gabe vincent (laughs) running out of miami heat players (gasps) caleb martin (laughs) This is your two minutes. Precious Achua, we miss you. <laughs> no, they don't. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Which one? Which one of them? Because I've I made I've had a running joke for the entire playoffs. Cause because pe- I didn't watch regular season basketball, and so people tried to convince me yeah, that the Raptors. That's why you huh? didn't write the Celtics. Yeah, I know, but I had them fifth in the East. It's okay. Um, but you know what I did know for sure is that no matter what people tried to tell me, that the, the Toronto Raptors could not be very good at basketball. And so I'm like, they're just they're just a team of seven precious Achuas. Yeah, well, they missed one of them. Yeah, yeah. They, they didn't have their beloved uh, precious Achua. Oh, Dwayne Deadman. <laughs> Dwayne Wade. <laughs> Jazz life or Dwayne Wade? Dwayne Wade, where is the statue? Yeah, he needs that statue. Uh, I really want, I really want um, DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry to get statues in Toronto and then Kawhi's statue to just be like five feet taller. I want Drake to have a statue next to them. <laughs> no, it's Drake rubbing Nick Nurse's arms, but Nick Nurse's face doesn't look like Nick Nurse at all. <laughs> Dream statue. And then Eric Spolstras is going to be <laughs> DJ Khaled rubbing his arms. Yeah, DJ Khaled. <laughs> <laughs> So they're gonna they're, they're gonna write a little placard at the bottom. It's gonna be Max Struess, baby, another one. <laughs> <laughs> Hi.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.